It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip-top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for January 25th, where for the second week in a row, it was a very limited local Friday night of high school basketball. But this time around, we had the best gosh-darn backup plan in the history of backup plans, thanks to the Quincy Shootout, which was an amazing showcase last night at Blue Devil gym and at the pit unbelievable basketball with some of the nation's very best right here in the gem city and we enjoyed every single minute of it making up for the fact that we only had about three other games taking place anywhere else in the area but man if you were fortunate enough last night to have a ticket to either venue and to make an appearance in the gem city you were treated to some of the finest high school basketball you will ever see and if you missed out last night you got a second chance today because it starts right back up at 10 a.m this morning at Blue Devil Gym with eight phenomenal games. And just to break it down with you and to take you back through what was an unbelievable night number one, we're going to be joined this morning by the Hall of Famer himself, Steve Luton, who was there and has become a bit of a shootout super fan, saw every minute of the games last night at Blue Devil Gym, and he's going to walk us back through his favorite games, his favorite players to give you kind of a primer of what to look forward to if you make it out to Blue Devil Gym today. And I strongly suggest you do. There's no better value in basketball you pay 12 bucks to sit in the lower level 10 bucks to sit up top and you get to watch all eight games today starting from 10 a.m and culminating with the blue devils with a huge showdown tonight with centralia the winningest program in the nation and again we'll kind of break down that schedule for you as well but the basketball today isn't limited to just that we've got a monster showing today over in palmyra as well with the finale of the tony lanzini invitational it will be a monroe city palmyra double dip in the championship games and that means on the girls' side, the Monroe City Panthers squaring up with the number four team in the state. Cody Leonard's going to join us and talk about how his team attempts to attack that phenomenal defense that Palmyra is playing right now. So we'll do that in the next couple of minutes as well. But first of all, let me walk you back through the scores really quickly from last night and at the Quincy Shootout. First of all, the two games of local interest. Quincy High School in overtime last night, a 54-50 winner over Rock Island, helping shatter that four-way tie atop the conference as the Blue Devils now improved to 5-2 and two in conference play. And what a difference a week has made for Andy Douglas's team, which has come off that Geneseo win and all of a sudden has new and risen life within them. Lucas Reese leading the way last night with 20 points. That win in overtime last night as the Blue Devils improve to 12-6 and six on the season. Meanwhile, across town at the pit, also as part of the Quincy shootout, Centralia, led by Pittsfield native Lee Bennett, beats Quincy Notre Dame after a bit of a slow start by the Orphans. 56-42 was your final in that game. Also last night on the boys' side, Somehow they got a game in at Grigsville Perry, and Liberty goes on the road and wins by 50 last night, 73-23, to and up in southeast Iowa at Burlington. At Burlington, Notre Dame, it was Holy Trinity falling 49-62 to on the boys' side. We did have two girls' scores last night to report from southeast Iowa as well. Burlington, Notre Dame, a winner over Holy Trinity, 44-33. to and uh, Central Lee, though, with a huge monster night from the freshman Michaela Morrison, who had 20 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and 6 steals to fill out the stat sheet as Central Lee stays red hot, beats Waco 56-40. to Also, one women's college basketball score to report last night. Western Illinois runs its win streak to 4 with an 83-69 victory on the road over Omaha last night. All right, quickly back through the rest of the shootout. Games that did not involve local teams and games that Steve Luton is going to elucidate 
elucidate and illuminate us on a little bit more in just a few minutes. Hamilton Heights nationally ranked, look, every bit of that last night, taking on state rank from Missouri Melville and winning 81-57 to with a huge second half showing there. Memphis East comes in and looks really good, beat Chaminade out of St. Louis 72-69. to It was Liberty out of Nevada with a win over Corliss last night, 70-57, to that without superstar Julian Strother, who was in a walking boot in Quincy last night, and Marion Catholic, led by Iowa commit Aaron Eulis, beats Christian of O'Fallon, 70-59, to was your final there. Again, lots more basketball ahead, lots more talk about the shootout in just a few minutes with Steve Luton. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Once again, here's Chris Dewar. Well, he is actually the founder of the Feast of this show, and he will be going into the Illinois High School Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame a little later this year. It is the great Steve Luton joining me now, and always a pleasure. And first of all, congratulations, Steve. I know, it, you know, the career is a little bit behind you in terms of television and whatnot, but it what? still has what? to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what have you heard? <laughs> still has to feel pretty darn good to to be recognized in that fashion for all the great work you did. I, I had to imagine you're humbled. Well, it, it, very much so. It, uh, having been away for uh, some time, it, it was awful nice to get the call uh, that, that that was going to happen. You know, you and I are, are a little bit different than, than, than most of the people that, that go in for the media because a lot of the people that go in for media cover one team. They're the voice of this team, or you know, and which is great. That's, that's needed because you and I rely on them to, as we're on the road to hear what's happening. Um, but you and I cover everybody. Right. And, and so – uh, it reminds me of all the different teams that you got to cover along the tournament trail and things. And, and so uh, every one of those teams, I, I think the first team I covered that, that went deep was um, Warsaw with Steve Rothert. I, re- I remember that team going way, way, way back. And, and uh, so, so all the different memories of all of the teams, you know, I, I got just about everybody in the community made the run at some point while I was covering them. And, and it, is, it was always great to, to try to make that even better for them so that they could have highlights to see years later. And it, so, yes, it's, it's, it's very humbling. And, and, and I was very happy to, to, to get the call and, and, I join you now, so that's we're on the t- same team for once. God, we both devalued the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know. Yeah, year's I, time, yeah they're going to quit it in a year or two. <laughs> Let's talk about this. You've always been a big moment guy, and I know how much you relish these these spotlight opportunities, which this Quincy shootout has become. Just first of all, it's been a long time since we saw Blue Devil Jim the way it was last night. Your impressions of just the atmosphere in the crowd yesterday, starting at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I move around during this thing. I, I, I have a seat today for the whole day, but I'll end up moving all over the place. And, and so um, during the Blue Devil ceremony, I was down on the floor um, across from the bench in that corner, okay? And I saw, I saw the national anthem sung by the, the, the chorale of, of Quincy High School, and they were outstanding. They were. The Devil ceremony comes through, and I'm standing by who I think was part of the Vashon team. He okay. wasn't on the team. He wasn't in uniform, but he was sitting at the end of their bench last night. And he was only about 6'6 six, six and, and probably 280. Okay? Well, well, sure. But I was standing right by him. And, and you could see the look on his face seeing all of that. Okay? And it's fun to look at people who have not seen it before. You know, we, we've seen it so many times. But, but to see different people looking at that and seeing 
And then my seat, I went up to the top row of Blue Devil Gym to watch the game. Okay, so I'm watching, and I look around, and I thought, the people here are corner to corner. They've had that pregame ceremony with all the cheerleaders and the pom-pom girls and the choir, uh, the tribute to Mike Barton, everything. And it's like, boy, how can you showcase a city better than this right here? It, it was fantastic. And then the, the Rocks and the Devils put on that performance. Because the place was electric, and it was great. But but going back to 4 o'clock, I'm happy to see the basketball rats, the gym rats, start to come out to this thing. You know, I, I, I talk to quite a few people during the day, and they're from all around here because they love basketball, and they want to just come in and, and see this. And, and, and when you go every year and you watch all the games, you realize every team's got a star or two or three. And to, you don't know who, who's going to put on the best show, but when you watch them all, you see it's, it's better than going to the state tournament. I would agree. You and I have been to KMOX shootouts when that was the thing. This, this is what we have. This is starting to feel very much like yeah. that. And to Eric Stratman and that group's credit, you know, they have found a way to make you go to every game, which I think the narrative was fun last night that you grabbed that thread and you hung on for dear life for the rest of those four games. Oh, absolutely. You know, you start off this morning at 10 o'clock this morning. Now, a lot of fans here will think, oh, you know, Quincy High plays tonight. I'll go out about an hour early. The game tonight, or the game starting here at 10 o'clock, Chicago Corliss, who has a lot of talent. They, we saw them last year also. Uh, going up against Kasubke, whose parents played at QU. And who's going to Kansas State to play for Bruce Weber. Yeah. Right. And the Kasubkis, his, his mom and dad couldn't be nicer people. So I, I picked which gym I was going to be in last night only because I wanted to see him play. I get to see him two times, and one of them is at 10 o'clock this morning. And, and so for, for people who are thinking, maybe I'll go to that thing, you should go at 10, and you should stay all day because it's, it's matchup after matchup after matchup. And it's spectacular high school. It's hard to remember it's high school basketball. It looks like college basketball. It does. It looks very much like that. Who was the most impressive team, first of all, you saw yesterday in that assortment? Because I know you were at Blue Devil Gym for all of them. Yeah. I'm going to assume it was probably Hamilton Heights. But, I mean, I, I thought there was a whole slew of teams that you could really, really kind of gravitate well, to. Hamilton Heights was really impressive. They were really good. But, but I was most impressed with Vashon. Okay. Uh, that game... The, the defense was so incredible in that game, and yet there were spectacular plays. Uh, Cameron Fletcher going to Kentucky right. was tremendous. And, and just for a second, we're talking about the bluest of the blue bloods. Can you believe we're talking about kids going to Florida and Kentucky and Gonzaga in this thing? I know. That, that, that is shocking. If, if, in fact, I, I sent you, we were talking, I made a cheat sheet for myself <laughs> because you know, I, I get to this thing, it's like, now, who does that guy for that's going to go to Gonzago, who does he play for? So I made a cheat sheet. So I had, when, when every one of these matchups roll around, I remember who the star is in that game, just so I, I, I'm not at a loss. But it, it is shocking. You, you know, think of, uh, you, you've got a guy from, uh, that you said, uh, you've got one going to Gonzaga, one going to Kentucky, uh, one going to Florida. You've got two going to Kansas State. Uh, and I know there's others. I know there's. Oh, well, there's we should part- have had one going to Arizona State, but I'm going to be forever bitter about that because there was, you know, and and look, at, you know, um, the the star from Sacramento who was supposed to be here, the younger brother of Marvin Bagley, Marcus Bagley, didn't make the trip, and there's a whole lot of backstory on that. If you if you look up Marvin Bagley the second, 
Marvin Bagley's father, there's there's been some Kit Culkin-like issues with him in the past, and they seem to have sprung up again this weekend. So that was the only disappointment. And even at that, I thought Sheldon played incredibly well last <laughs> yes, night. They were Steve. great. They were really good. Um, and, I mean, Vashon got a hold, control of the game in the second half, but only by like eight points. You know, and, and, and Sheldon would make a run, but, but Vashon was extremely, extreme. Both teams played lots of defense. Both teams were well-coached, and there was superstar talent. As good as Cameron Fletcher was last night, and, and he looks like a star. I mean, oh, he yeah. looks like an NBA player now. The point guard on his team was the best player in the game. Oh, wow. He was tremendous. You know, there was, there was a guy, I think, from the Springfield area sitting behind me, again, just a basketball fan who came over to see it. Um, and he said, where is that guy going? He said, he's a Division One player. And I, I haven't heard anything about him. I don't, I don't even know his name. But he, was, he scored close to 20 points and took the game over. I thought the same thing when we were watching Hamilton Heights. There's a 6'11 sophomore yeah. who we don't even know where he's going yet who dunks the ball three times in the first four plays down the floor. I mean, it was insane. Well, we, we were sitting pretty close to each other. You, you were standing and I was sitting. But four of the first five baskets in the game were dunks. It's like you don't see this at every game you go to. Uh, certainly And there not. were 16 dunks in the first game that yesterday. Was, that was insane. We've gone whole years without capturing oh, 60 dunks. <laughs> well, in fact, we used to celebrate, I got a dunk. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Well, once every month. That's so right. It felt That's right. really good. All right. So I asked you about best team. You kind of alluded to best player. Who else did you really like yesterday? Uh, and I know you didn't get a chance to see Aaron Euless, who's my favorite player in this thing, because he was over at, at Q&D. Yeah, yeah, He'll be back at Blue Devil Gym. Absolutely. In fact, had he only played one game in, coming down here this weekend, I don't know how I was going to work to get over to Q&D and to Quincy High, because last year, Marion... Uh, Marion Catholic was the best team here. I thought so, too. And he was the best player I last thought year. so, hands down. He was tremendous. And he had two stars. Yeah. And this tells you how bad recruiting ratings are. He had two stars. He came in this gym, and he was electric. Oh. I thought he was better than Tyler, to be honest, with right. you, his big brother, who had a cup of coffee in the NBA. Yeah, he, he was tremendous. I can't wait to see him. And they play, by the way, at 4 o'clock against Melville. Melville has a 7-footer that signed at Kansas State. That's a high school game. Right out here at Blue Devil Gym at 4 o'clock. And, and one of those guys, at least, is probably going to end up in the pros because seven-footers who do what Damian Bradford did yesterday don't exist very often. So this is really a chance for you to see the NBA early. Okay, Steve, so give me your best sales pitch. I'm on the fence about going today, and I'm sitting out here in Quincy, and eh, maybe I could sit home and watch some basketball on TV. Why should I go out to Blue Devil Gym? Well, the activity at Blue Devil Gym is going to be more enjoyable than watching a game on TV. You watch games on TV all the time. you know, and, and that's why, I mean, three years ago, two years ago, I said, I'm going to go to this thing because you just don't get to see this here. You don't have to drive very far unless you're an hour away, but it's it's, it's unbelievable. worth it for every, that, too. Every game, is there's something spectacular in every game. The guys that organize this, you know, Eric and the rest of them, I'm jealous because I wish I'd have thought of it 30 years ago because I thought this, the 7-Up shootout in St. Louis was wonderful. Why didn't I carry the ball for a while? I, I didn't even know this was possible to bring all this talent to Quincy. If you love basketball, you would not be sorry to go. And at the end of the day, you get two of the top five winningest programs in, in the entire country matching up. And they don't match up very often. You know, Q&D plays at 11.30. You know, so you can see everybody. And it, it's a fantastic day of basketball. If you love the game, 
You want to be at Blue Devil Gymnasium. Well, Steve Luton will be out there sitting in the stands. All over. All of it. Yeah, yeah. All over and that's place. part of the fun, too. It's like a summit. You'll see old friends. There are people there talking basketball constantly. Harry that's Waggy the on the baseline yesterday. Oh, and I saw that, and I didn't even get a chance to get over to him. The the, the, the legend, he, Mr. Waggy. So. I, he was there about at, at 4 o'clock yesterday, and he was there till at least halftime of the last game last night. Bless his heart. At the that is awesome. Yeah. And he is, he is such good people. So, again, you never know who you're going to run into in the gym, and you know what if you're one of these people who wants to say i saw it when this is your chance to say you saw pros before they were pros because i guarantee you there's going to be at least five or six i mean there are already 20 committed division one players in this and that's not counting the sophomores and freshmen who we know nothing about incredibly good yeah down the road steve luton thank you as always my oh, friend thanks a lot it was a lot of fun and have fun today i i will and i think you will as well and when we come back we're gonna have a little fun with cody leonard talking about monroe city versus palmyra Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. It is always a big deal, regardless of sport or endeavor, when Monroe City and Palmyra lock horns, and that will be the case tonight twice in the championship games of the Tony Lenzini Invitational out at Palmyra. We're going to talk some girls basketball because I think this game has a lot of very interesting subplots with the head coach of the Monroe City Lady Panthers, Cody Leonard. Cody, thank you for joining us. And first and foremost, before I even get to tonight's game, had to feel good for your girls to get a little bit of revenge and a little bit of atonement this week against a Clark County team that kind of gave it to you on your home court just a week ago. Yeah, I mean, we we, uh, we left that game last week kind of upset because we played a really good first half. We're up at half, um, and then we kind of laid an egg the second half. Um, we didn't feel it was very indicative of how we had been playing. Um, kind of you got a little bit of motivation this week, and I thought we played uh, pretty solid four quarters there to get the win against them the other night. I think your team has done a pretty good job, obviously, post-Jada Summers, who's as good as there was in, in the state last year of finding an identity. And when you embrace that, you've looked really good in those moments. What's the key in kind of keeping that vibe together? Because that seems when you're playing your best basketball, Cody. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, when we kind of knew going into the season, uh, we obviously had to change, change a bunch. We're going to be a different team without Jada. Um, and it was going to be a learning process. For, for them, for us, just trying to trying to figure out what pieces fit best together and what what style that we, we works best for us. And you know, we've it, it may be a little bit different each game. That's the the part that's kind of uh, frustrating, I guess, for us. Is you know, some nights one style works a heck of a lot better for us than another. So I don't know. We got a it's a true identity, um, but we do have one one backbone. When we're, when we're playing defense really well, it, it, it leads. To so really good things for us on the offensive end. Well, certainly has, and I think you've had some nice step ups, particularly in in certain spots. And I, I cite Riley Quinn, who I think has really come on and gives you a, a traditional pivot, which is a nice place to begin. Yeah, I mean, Riley's really since uh, beginning of the year really kind of taken taken over that spot for us. She's about as consistent as they come. Um, we've had to move one of our Bailey Hayes out to a guard, and she. She's had monster nights all year. I mean, pretty much know she's going to get us eight, ten rebounds and around ten points a game. Um, and Riley's right around the same. So it's, it's nice to get that production from a couple other spots. And you know, the best part is they're they're all juniors, and we're, we're going to get another shot with them here next year. So um, we really like the way we're playing right now. Um, but you now we got to see what we can do tonight. 
you invoked this, so I'm finally going to answer, and or I'm finally going to ask this question, get an answer out of you. You do have two Bailey Hayes, spelled differently, look differently. Is that ever confusing as a coach at all? Because I've wondered along the way. Um, no, because we, we pretty much started. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't even call them Bailey. Um, we go brown and red by their hair color. <laughs> That's just the way they go. Um, you know, and uh, people laugh when we tell them that, but I don't have a better answer on how to do it. Um, they're, they're not related. Uh, they don't look the same, but we just go by hair color and that, that's what they're, I mean, even, you know, in, in my cell phone to try to get a hold of them. One's labeled brown and one's labeled red, just so we know who, who, who everybody is. So, uh, the um, elegance of simplicity. That is a genius move, by the way, Cody. Yeah. I mean, it, it works for us. And I mean, that's what they answer. I mean, you'll hear us yell in the game. When we yell a color, it's usually just because we're trying to get a hold of somebody's attention on the court. So That's that's phenomenal. Let's talk a little bit about Pal- Palmyra tonight. You've seen them once already. Uh, obviously, fourth in the state, holding teams to less than 30 points a game on average. How do you attack them better this time around? You know, I thought, uh, well, realistically, our first time around, we played pretty solid with them. I mean, we ended up losing by six. Um we had a little bit of a letdown in the third quarter and kind of had to scramble to get it back up to a six-point game there in the fourth. Um, I think uh, Coach Parsons will even tell you, I mean, that game was pretty sloppy on both ends. I think both of us had over 20 turnovers. Um, both of us were just pressing the crap out of each other for the whole game, and ultimately that's what ended up happening. Um, so, you know, that, I mean, like I said, they're, they're really, really good. Um, they're going to be on their home floor. Uh, they usually shoot really well in that gym. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have to have our our A game defensively going, and we're gonna see if you know offensively we can take care of the basketball and get get us some looks there. Their, their athleticism is is impressive, and I have to imagine tough to match because they can with almost five girls run you all over the court. No, oh, yeah, I mean they're they're a tough matchup for almost everybody night in night out, you know, and it's, it's not just necessarily defensively, offensively you gotta. Those are some tough matchups because they got they put five girls out there that can all light you up if you if you don't pay attention to them. Um, you can't just key in on one or two. Um, but you know we'll we'll see what we can do tonight. Um, kind of there's not a whole lot of shocks. I mean we see each other so sneaking much during the year that I don't know that there's a whole lot of oh we haven't ever seen this before um, going both ways. I mean oh sure uh, so we'll 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 see what we can do and you know well the fun part with the way the scheduling works, this will be our second time seeing them, and we're going to see them again in another couple of weeks, and then there's a chance we're going to see them in district. So, uh, you know, just kind of figure it out as we go, and we'll see what we can do. You you do play such an incredibly good schedule. In the few moments we have left, I mean, it does set you up for success later in the season, and you do that by design. But when you look at who you have to play, and, and even in your non-conference stuff, you schedule tough teams. Does that feel like it adds to the edge of who your girls are and can be just to know that they've been punched around a little bit early on by the time you roll into that killer district? I mean, that's kind of the idea. Uh, you know, there's kind of two trains of thought when you're building that schedule. Okay, let's get some, I guess, call it warm-up games, games that you should win, or or do you have a schedule games that, you know what, you're going to have to play really good to win, and if you win, great. If you lose, well, let's see what we learn from it. And that's kind of the mindset we, we've taken with it. And um, you know, I think, I think it definitely helps add a little bit of toughness for us. You know, we may take it on the chin occasionally. I mean, that UND game, we were not in that game at all, but we learned from it. We definitely learned how much tougher we got to be and, um, 
yeah, I think it's definitely helped us here coming down the down the stretch. Well, we appreciate your time, Cody. Best of luck to you tonight. And I know if you're heading out to Palmyra, get there early because with a Monroe City Palmyra double dip, and we saw it in your gym, seats will be scarce and it will be tough to get in there, but it will certainly be worth the time and the watch and obviously the atmosphere because it doesn't get any better than that. Again, thank you, Cody. Best of luck to you and great job this season. All right, thanks, man. And we are now wrapped up with another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket. Hey, we've got a monster overtime coming your way. Lots of basketball all day. And if you have a chance, go out and support the kids. Either get out to Palmyra or North Shelby or Blue Devil Gym today and take in all the goodness that is local high school sports. And we'll see you right back here next Saturday at 8 a.m. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.